Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast number 204. I'm your host, David Palermo, and on the line today with us is Kyle from bangedupbills.com and bangedupbills on Twitter. What he does is he follows all the Bills injuries, goes a lot more in depth, and writes about it. Today we're talking about Josh Allen's elbow injury and really what's going to happen with it. As always, we're brought to you by Punch Drunk Sports, and follow us along on numbbillsfan.com. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, even up on YouTube, you might catch an occasional video. So get up on it. All right. As promised, on the line is Kyle Trimble from Banged Up bills.com banged up bills on twitter and uh kyle you want to say what's up then i could talk over you how you guys doing tonight see that's kyle right there so i'm your host david palermo as you heard on the intro if i remember to put that in there after the segment's done and kyle's account banged up bills came out of nowhere and um in pre-roll i kind of tease this a little bit kyle but like very impressed thought it was genius i was like this is this is this is genius because Thank i needed I, I need to know my damn injury reports from somebody who might know what the hell they're talking about <laughs> so um what inspired you to make this because i've seen you you said you dropped your your twitter around uh february and i was gonna say like you gained traction quick because i i didn't want to say hey how long they i didn't want to come on here and talk out my ass and go yeah you know Oh, uh, yeah, he came on over. Oh, I've had my Twitter for seven years. I was an egg for about two, and, like, I slowly built it up to where I am now. So I, I'm glad that I asked you how long you've been around. But so if you want, dude, you can have the floor, and then for a sec, just let us know, like, how did you start this? And then we'll get into Josh Allen. Okay. So um, just give a little background. I uh, went to school in Buffalo, went to Duville. Uh, I graduated in 2013. I've worked in a variety of different uh, physical therapy settings, so I feel I'm very, fairly well-rounded to talk about lots of different injuries, the course of the injuries, what they're looking for, and just generally how to treat them. Um, I started banking up bills as a result of actually talking with uh, our friends over at the Rock Power Report. Uh, I got talking to Drew and Chris over Twitter. They were talking about just generalized injuries. I told them I was a physical therapist and that you know I'd be open to talking with them. So this is back in 2016. I got one on their show. Uh, you really should go check it out in their archives if you have a chance to. Um, and then that kind of just got me thinking. I was looking at stuff online, and I was just seeing, hey, there's not really a content out there regarding the specific sports injuries. You might see it from a more general standpoint from fantasy, but just to look at what these injuries are, what they cover, and how long they're going to be out, you didn't really get the information from you know WGRZ, WGR, um, your Channel 4, Channel 7, wherever you get your local news from. They would just report this is such such injury, but they wouldn't give any details. So I said, I know enough about this stuff. I'm going to start writing about it. So I put some feelers out and kind of got shut down the first few places I looked. And I said – hell with it. I'm going to go out and start doing my own thing. So I started a WordPress account, started typing, and it's been like that since August of uh, 2017. Um, and then I got hooked up with uh, um, the guys over at Grandstand Sports when that was going on through Cover One. Yep, and that's yep. where things really started taking off and really seeing things uh, progress and get a little more professional about it. So 
uh, it's all been organic and just trying to grow from there and just try to be a uh, resource for the Bills Mafia or the Bills fans, whatever you want to call yourselves, to kind of keep you guys off the ledge and give you a sense of uh, here's what's going on. I'll, I'll say what's really cool is um, you mentioned Eric at Cover One and Grandstand Sports Network, that him and Chad, um, their head going on from Chad from um, uh, – what is this podcast? I'm drawing a blank. A Sabres podcast. Really good. I die by the blade. Yes. So, um, you know, I love what you said about just like, yeah, I'm just going to do it myself. And that's like my whole belief. So I don't have like any ads for mid-roll because I'm not giving away two minutes of my airtime to boost your big-ass corporation so I could get like 70 cents. Like, I would rather go take a piece of wood and frankly piss on it and draw my name on it or a bills logo and see if somebody would buy it and and put it in their like bathroom or something you know like underneath the urinal and put some soap mm-hmm. on it to pee on i don't know like i would rather do that and sell one of those uh, for the whole year <laughs> than like sell my soul for that and it's like what's cool about this whole thing with the rock power report and eric turner with cover one and and all these people is you can really like we've all helped each other out in a way like rock power report those guys we've dinged ideas back and forth a few years ago especially my other guy adam deacon and then you know eric turner was getting into podcasting and adam helped him get that set up too and bounce the stuff off of me and it's like you know the, the podcast is actually a really easy thing for me because i would love to write so like a lot of respect to you because i personally love writing it's just the OCD factor. At least the audio, it's out there. I forget about it. It's like when you hire a painter to paint your house. You just, you don't want to worry about it, you know, because you're going to go crazy. So um, even though I do paint houses, <laughs> like interiors, so, um, and I'll just beat myself up with the OCD instead. It, it's just kind of a thing, you know, where it's a great community where everybody helps each other. We're not afraid to like share secrets because it's not secrets. No one's making a million dollars covering the bills but one thing you are doing which is great is you're you're going beyond the the the, the single the, the single layer of it which is what you and i were talking about um pre-roll here which is just like we're just so sick of this just, just like lame you know coverage and you gave the great example of you know the, the radio call is so much better i was hunting to grab the hand radio in syracuse to listen to murph while watching a game at a bar and uh you're you're mentioning how like nickel literally like who cares that his grandfather was jack nicholas we don't need to hear that every game on the tv you know and it's like it, it's nice to have like these deeper conversations and to finally have a medical person like yourself kyle that's just that's like seriously it's 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 a godsend i'm not a religious person but like i would say it's a godsend for the the, the fan base really well, I know there's a need that's out there. I Somebody's got to fill it. I might as well be that guy, you know? Yeah, I mean, how – now, are there a lot of times when you're watching these games that you can see a dude limp off and you have a general idea or uh, off a replay, or is it not really like that? It varies. Uh, so sometimes you can see how the guy is limping off and then maybe get catch one replay and say, okay – boom, that's exactly what happened, and maybe I'll go watch it later and then confirm it. 
Other times you gotta have to watch a few times, or you might say that's a leg, but I really don't know what he did. And even with the replay, it's not that clear. So sometimes you need all 22 to really identify what it is, or you need to slow it down just so you can catch the actual injury occurring because everything in football is bang, bang. So it's, it's really hit or miss. Thankfully we have DVR and, you know, rewind that we can get in there, but sometimes I just have to wait and see what gets reported because we've seen where guys really kind of come out with nothing and it turns out to be something bigger later on. So have a uh, toss up at times. Okay. So I have a, a personal question then for myself. Um, it's going to get weird here, Kyle. So I played men's hockey and a week ago, um, I skate out of control. I'm new. I've only been playing for like three years, but I, I, I try hard. I got wheels, but I'm again, wobbly. Not, I don't know about wobbly. Just, you, you can just tell. Okay. At least I feel that way. So I, I go around the net around our own zone and I go behind the net from the, um, left to the right and I end up, we're playing the, the premature shooters, a team out here on Tuesday. And, uh, this, this girl's in, in my path. And I like literally like plowed over her and like my, her helmet. Like, I feel like her helmet, I did the thing that you do with the football where you land on it, but like, it was like her helmet on my ribs. And okay. I think I might be able to catch you a replay. <laughs> But, like, dude, I tell you what, like I said, I do construction. If I, like, lift up a bucket, oh, my God. Like, could I have done something serious? Like, it's hard to cough. It's hard to, like, sneeze. Like, it sucks. I don't want to stop playing hockey. I play the next night. I'm going to play tonight. I'm going to play tomorrow night. But I don't know if I'm going to die. Am I going to die? Am I going to be okay? I I, I don't think you're going to die based off of what you're telling me there. However, without examining you, I couldn't really tell you too much what's going on. You could have hit the ribs. You could have hit some internal organs. uh, You could have hurt the abdominal region without doing a a fuller exam. uh, I wouldn't be able to tell you too much what's going on. So what would the test be for me to get that checked out? What's that one called? What, to get your uh, ribs and stuff checked out? Yeah. Like, I would suggest an x-ray if, if you think you have broken ribs. That's about the only way you're going to really tell that. Huh. So along with with uh, a, a physical examination to see what's going on there. Huh. Maybe I can get like a uh, health insurance sponsor for the podcast and they can hook me up and uh, we could do all that. That would be, that really, could... be like really awesome. <laughs> yeah, a little Blue Cross Blue Shield action, right? <laughs> Yeah, I know you're listening. Um, Kyle's in on it, too. He's got a great website, and uh, you can hook him up and his whole family for 30 years. So, Perfect. Um, what do you think about this Josh Allen thing? Uh, I, I thought, you know, you can't say he's literally getting killed. It's more like he just doesn't know how to step up in the pocket. He doesn't know how to manipulate the pocket. The offensive line is actually progressing, and... You know, what happened, happened. It's the same thing that happened to Mariota was the scare. And we're hearing Tommy John. Now we're hearing. So you would know you're the expert compared to me on this, especially. So, like, what is the latest? And what was, if you want to go through the progression, you saw it, you heard about it. If you want to, you know, have the floor for a minute and I'll let you just do your thing. Okay. So I'm over at my buddy's house watching it and you see him get hit hard. Now you you watch him get hit uh, from uh, Clowney on the left. Merciless on the right, 
and he gets banged up pretty good. Uh, they go to the next play. I'm not really thinking too much at all. You see him just get hit. And then he throws a really weak ball. It just looked ugly. And then he starts seeing him go down and realize, hey, something's not right. He starts seeing replays, starts seeing um, that there's something more to it. You go back to look at replay. Well, he saw the elbow got hit off the helmet. Well, I'm thinking contusion at this point, which is just basically a hard hit, you know, a bruise, if you will. And you know, might just be able to shake it off in these series. I'm also thinking similar to Mariota where he had his ulnar nerve or the, the funny bone. Um, that's the nerve that kind of goes up underneath your, your elbow. And it's pretty um, open in regards to um, if you do hit it there uh, versus if you have uh, you know muscles and other tissue protecting that nerve. Uh, and then you start seeing, hey, he's not coming back in. What's going on here? And maybe you're thinking, well, this is maybe just precautionary. Then you start seeing that they're or an MRI afterward, thinking, okay, well, that might just be a day-to-day thing. They want to make sure everything's okay in there. And then you go back to the replay the next day and say, well, this is a little bit worse than you thought. You see the hyperextension because Merciless comes up underneath the elbow and really jacks it up because he doesn't have any control as the arm's coming up. So thinking, okay, a little bit worse, still okay. And then you start seeing that, uh, yeah, they're talking week to week. Well, that's coach speak. I'm not too concerned about that. And then you saw the video from Thad Brown. That's where everybody got thrown off. We're talking doc, pro football doc, me. Um, I try to think who else does all this, uh, the injury stuff. But basically anybody that's covering injuries, they're all thrown off by this. Not that we couldn't have diagnosed off of that original hyperextension, but. I did not even it see it. The, 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 the Thad Brown video. I'm going to look it up while you're talking. Yeah, so they're what they're doing is they're looking at his uh, quality of his ulnar collateral ligament. That's the ligament on the inside portion of the elbow. They're looking to see whether it's damaged or not. So they're doing what's called milking technique or valgus stress test. So they get the arm in external rotation, which is the position that pitchers get cocked up back in before you throw. And they take the, arm, the elbow through the range of motion as they're putting pressure on the um, wrist to see whether there's any discomfort through the elbow. But, of course – when you watch the video, you see him go down in pain, signifying there's some type of injury uh, to the area, indicating instability. So once we all saw that, we said, hey, there's something more to this than that. Then you start thinking ulnar collateral ligament or the Tommy John. Now, when you start mentioning Tommy John, you start thinking baseball. You start thinking uh, the fact that this could be a not a season season ending thing, but more than a year, year and a half thing. However, uh, reports came out tonight that Josh Allen did see Dr. James Andrews. He's probably one of the most respected orthopedic surgeons in the country, if not the world, when it comes to sports medicine. So this guy, he said that he doesn't need surgery. He just needs time to rest and rehab. So if this guy's saying he doesn't need surgery, then he doesn't need surgery. Now, if he comes back too fast, that could change things. But the way... Josh Allen's perceived in Buffalo. He's not coming back until he can do the job. So um, that's kind of where we stand at with things. But he's just going to need a few weeks to kind of really just rest. The one upside is uh, football compared to baseball. Football, you're doing a lot less reps. You're throwing a different motion, throwing a lot slower, and you have more breaks in between each throw there. Baseball, they're throwing as hard as they can with immaculate control, um, probably three or four times as many 
you know, throws as compared to football and they're going more often. If you're playing football weekly, you're pitching every five days there. So a lot more wear and tear on that joint. So those people that are worried about surgery, it's just less likelihood because you're just doing it a lot less than a pitcher. Um, I'm thinking Allen, they're saying two or three weeks for him being out, but I'm thinking it'd be smart to let him sit out until after the bye. That way you you know, you get him in there after the bye while he's almost six weeks to heal and he has time to kind of digest what he's been seeing on the field rather than rushing him out there for, frankly, what? I don't know. He would come back for the Jets game if, if reports are accurate. I don't know why you'd rush him back out for the Jets game to have him sit then for a bye week. Let him rest. And you could always just have the defense play offense anyway. So That um, too. You Prince know. does have history, so why not? Isn't that funny? So, um, yeah, uh, I was really shocked to see that Thad Brown video last night. I did see it. I retweeted it. I'm done. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did see that, and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, because he goes down. And as somebody who throws a lot of things out of anger, um, I will say... As a kid, I developed a thing on my shoulder where, like, after throwing a lot, I just feel like I might just throw, like, my, my, my motion stupid, like, where I apply my strength in it, like like in a golf swing, you know? Yeah. And I swear, even to this day, I might have burned out my shoulder or something, you know, I don't, like, I even know what that means. I don't even know what that technically means. Like, what does it mean when you burn out your shoulder? It still hurts. If I, like, throw for a bit. Like it, it just starts killing me, and I don't even know why. Like that know. could be a rotator cuff injury. That could be a labral tear. It just all depends on what's going on there and how you is react. Is that to- what it is? Is a burning out of the arm? Like what? Like what happens when they say you burn out an arm? Once again, you'd have to kind of get more specifics than just general burning out, but it just depends on what is causing the, the fatigue in there. You could have a labral tear, which is the um, cartilage that kind of helps keep the uh, humerus in the shoulder, acts like the, the, the golf tee with a golf ball sitting in it. It could be a rotator cuff where the series of muscles help you make those throwing motions. If they're torn um, or fatigued, you get more like a dead arm. Uh, you could have that. It just really depends depends on what's going on in there um but you need a further evaluation to identify the exact structures that are causing that problem so now have you ever looked into um it says on the surface level so i'm gonna get this out of the way on the surface level it's not what it was during the bush era so i'm not trying to say that but um you ever look into the stem cell stuff yet um i've i've read in a little bit of that stuff that stuff is right now i believe there's definitely promise with it, but I don't think we quite know the full effects of it. Um, I know that there's like plate platelet rich plasma. Uh, I believe that's the correct term. Um, are you, a, are you a podcast fan? Do you listen to many podcasts at all? Yeah, I do listen to podcasts. Um, you ever heard the one with, um, there's a few I can refer you to that talk about this. I'm only up on it because Joe Rogan talks about it all the time. And like, that's kind of like my way of getting through my monotonous day of life for like shoot eight nine years minus bills talk was that um and if you listen to the mel gibson one um he has mel gibson as doctor and they break down 
from the start of stem cells to where they're at now, it's incredible. And, and really, that's all the conversation's about. Mm-hmm. And, and it's really, if you haven't caught it, it's really informative. And, and it's at a point where I did some research myself. There's a doctor in Vegas that Joe Rogan goes to where, you know, I'm looking at a few guitar amps in this thing. And I'm kind of thinking like, huh, maybe I'll sell a couple things, save some money and, you know, get some treatments. Because, I mean, I'm trying to pretty much revamp even construction of just like learning how to outsource, talk to people who already do it, like mentors and not mentors, but pick their brain. How can I work less so that... My body's in shape to play hockey till I'm 50 and, and 60 and do things and, and enjoy life, you know? So it's like, yeah. it, it's like, dude, trust me, you're going to talk to me for a long time. So I'm going to ask you the dumbest crap ever. But I think the audience really likes to have things broken down, Kyle. So um, is there anything else you want to tell us about? Anything um, that we should look out for before I let you go? Or um, it's content, injuries, how awesome it is the Bills aren't really injured. Um, what did you think about Trent Murphy? What's your take on him? I don't like the term injury prone because, like, I don't think Marcus Goodwin is injury prone. I feel like his last time he got really injured was second last year in Buffalo. A dude belly flopped on him and in the preseason from the Steelers, like a defensive tackle on his ribs, you know, so... That's kind of I, just I don't dumb. Like the, I don't like the term injury prone either. I think sometimes it's all about how the preparation is and how you you know get ready for the season. If you're not putting the work into it, then there's a higher likelihood you're going to get hurt. But it's not like you're doing everything perfectly and you still get hurt. That would be defined as injury prone, but I don't think that that's the case there. In the case of Trent Murphy, I think that he tried rushing back because he wanted to prove that he could – you know, he was he was back after the ACL tear and he had cost himself the entire preseason because of groin injury. But he's really coming on as of late. He's been doing pretty well. He's still getting banged up a little bit here and there. I think he suffered a small ankle injury on Sunday's loss, but I don't think it's gonna anything that's going to hold him back. But he's starting to really round into form and I'm happy so far with the returns that he's been seeing. Oh, that, he's been- that defensive line is just phenomenal. I was going to say, I'm going to say it on Lockdown Bills, but I'll say it on another couple of podcasts. Like, this Bills, the, the the Bills depth all of a sudden on defense has just come out of nowhere because I'll tell you what, they look like they could play like another quarter, the defense at the end of the game. Like, they're, they're, they're not tired, whereas Dick Sharon had awesome defense with the most pathetic offense we've seen until now, actually. And mm-hmm. um, believe it or not, what's funny about that is his teams would get tired, if you remember. But at least for the last three and a half games ish, four and a half games, we've seen some good Bills football on defense, like really good. But again, I got to see a quarterback that gets rid of the ball quick, like Tom Brady. I got to see a few more guys before I start anointing uh, Hall of Fame jackets across the whole line. So, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, the offense is behind, but they, they know that losing incognito wood did hurt them. So they know that that's the thing to address, but they got to continue building up death depth because that's what got them to the playoffs last year is I have that depth rotating guys in and out so you're not missing a beat when that starter does go down such as EJ Gaines did last year or you know I'm trying to think who else went there you know Dean Marlowe was able to step up off the practice squad despite Michael or excuse me Micah Hyde and Raphael Bush going out so it's like next man up mentality and that's why the defense is doing so well because that guy is ready to go and unfortunately it's not the case for the offense yeah it's just like you know my my whole shtick with with this podcast has always been um 
what's the logic and i value draft picks because as bills fans were marketed certain things when the team sucks we are sold why to buy in every year if the team is going to suck okay and mm-hmm. one of the things they talk about is accountability from doug Marone. they talk about uh how important draft picks are and it's the cheapest way to build your team okay cool well you spend a lot of picks on two guys you know and it's like well that's cool i think they could be really good players but like if you're a head coach going into year two and you're with your brand new general manager and you want sustained success affordably, the best way to get top-notch talent is through, I believe, your first three rounds of the draft especially. Mm-hmm. And you spend five picks on two. And it's just a logic podcast. It's really all this is. It's just like, all right, well, how's this going to work out? And now, because I just, I'm so sick of the wheel of, of, of quarterbacks changing and coaches and and it's like, you know, now it might be front office, I think should be, frankly, because they just don't have foresight, you know, like it's weird. It's just really, really weird. It's a different, um, it's, I've honestly never had a hard, such a hard time with the team, like, like in a long time, like since Jerron, it's like, like I've never felt dumber. I don't know if you get it, if you feel that way, but sometimes I feel like I'm dumb when I watch like a McDermott press conference, like he's talking to like toddlers sometimes. It's like, dude, Gave me more detail about the injury. And he, like, abruptly left, like, Chauvin Bulldog. Um, yeah, I did hear that. Did you hear and that? His job's to report the injury. He's not going to know the details. He might have been told the, the details, but he's not going to know the details that um, I'd be able to report on regarding, hey, this is what this injury is. Here's what happens, etc. He's going to say, so-and-so has this injury. Next question. You know, week to week. That's all he knows. Well, Kyle, anything else, bud? Um, I mean, just continue to to watch out for their articles. You know, they get posted up on Facebook, on Reddit, on Twitter. Uh, I'm gonna try to finish up my Josh Allen article tonight. Um, you know, just keep continue to ask questions, continue to um ask for more knowledge because that's my job as a physical therapist to educate people on what's going on why they want to do things and regarding the bills fans i want to be able to educate people on hey this is what's going on this is what's being reported this is what this means because if you don't have that then you start making some crazy uh assumptions or you know it ruins your whole day thinking about oh my god josh allen could have tommy john surgery that's not the case but this is where you come to me and say hey here's what's going on you know what's a rational uh outlook on this so um i appreciate all the support that everybody's been giving me and you know i i'll continue to produce content as long as people are willing to read it yeah definitely kyle and um like i said you're the you're you're you are now the injury logic correspondent for uh, Numb bills fan podcast you didn't sign up for it but um you're the you're the one so congrats you. you won nothing you won wasting your time. So um so find them on bangedupbills.com and banged up bills on Twitter and Facebook. And uh that's really awesome, Kyle. So thank you again. Um do you want to give a shout out for your personal Twitter? Um I'm on Kyle Trimble eighty eight. I mean that's my personal Twitter. I'll kind of sometimes put stuff out there, more like PT related things. I could be reached on there too, but yeah, hit me up either way. It's going to my phone. I'm going to get it. So, uh, personal Twitter is just, Hey, whatever, but yeah, yours is more, uh, more actual bills talk. I think I noticed though. Like, right. Yeah. Like more opinions. Yeah, I'll try so to be a little more that, that, that. That's kind of why I figured I would say like, 
So I'm kind of in that. I actually reactivated my personal because I'm thinking about even just using an unfiltered thing. I don't know. I like to have it, but I want to have other people do podcasts by themselves too. So it's kind of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I get you. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're doing there. More professional on the banged up bill side. It's tighter. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yep. Okay. Well, that's been Kyle Thimble. Thank you so much. Did I say it right? Trimble. Trimble. Damn it. You're good. You're good. Ah, all right. Okay. Kyle Trimble from Banged Up Bills.